Hey everyone, Siler here. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Switch to Flip. We've grown a lot through this first season, and we're excited to announce that our upgraded website can be found at switchtheflip.com. There you can listen to the podcast, read the blog, and even apply to share your story live on the show. Keep up with us on Instagram at switchtheflip with two Ps, and don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for being part of the journey. Enjoy the show. We're departing in, what, five days' time on the 14th. And so I was visiting with a a good friend of mine tonight. We got some dinner. The 15th, right? And we're leaving on the 14th. Oh, shit. I thought we had bought the ticket at the same time. We definitely did. But did we buy it for the same date? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would be epic. Okay, okay, let's see. (laughs) I know I am leaving from Atlanta at 7.22 a.m. My birthday minute. Uh, Was that when you come to L.A.? Yeah, but then then I'm going to L.A. and I'm leaving L.A. at 1.20 p.m. on on the the 14th. 14th. On the 14th, yeah. Okay, so... I'm going to be so fucking mind blown if i somehow <laughs> didn't buy this ticket fuck is wrong okay we have air china 338 dollars okay. that's the one baby 1017 lax to peking peking to bangkok that's the one okay total trip time 30 hours and 15 minutes hot dog I can't understand why I don't have that. Okay, well, you know what? I am going to have to make this my top to-do list item um, because, you know, <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's start the actual deal here. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, the thus unnamed, but uh, so far extremely entertaining podcast so this is our pilot episode we're trying to suss out where we're headed but also i guess provide some context for the lovely people who may or may not follow us on this journey so also a journey which i may or may not be joining you on uh we gotta call air china tomorrow yeah but, let, um, please let me know what air china says i'm a. Uh... I'm I'm just glad I saw the credit card statement and I know I purchased the ticket. Otherwise, I would just be shitting the brick. <laughs> but let's uh, let's start with with the the really pressing question of what is the Shine Tribe and what is this? How did we get to this point? And sure. then and then maybe talk a little little tiny bit about who we are individually. Sure. So, to me, Shine Tribe is really just an amalgamation of, you know, our individual and combined journeys to date, a shared view of perspective that, uh, on life that we 
feel is worth sharing and that we can kind of offer to a wider audience and that, and that I think people can really dig people that might be looking for new ideas, be wanting to make some positive changes in their life and maybe just haven't found the proper channel or the most accessible means to diving into these ideas, these uh, philosophies, these uh, ways of living that we have kind of come to recognize as something that's very much worth embracing. I know for me, Shine Tribe at its core is all about community. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think that's where the most good is going to be done for our, for our world and for our society. I think that community education, community health, just a joint effort to love and really put the whole first over the individual is where it uh, is really going to take a step forward while at the same time taking a step back and just embracing what's good about life, man. What's good about life? And to me, and I know to you also, that the main tenets of, of what makes us feel good are music, yoga, travel, sharing culture, you know, sharing sharing ideas with open hearts and open minds, like sharing good food, just good vibes, man. That's yeah. That's what we're all about. Definitely. And I, I like this notion of building community and not building a community. I think that no. for me, it's so it's so much less about us building the shine tribe into this kind of like actual organism that has rigid boundaries and has you know membership kind of to this tribe as you know it's not a noun per se it's not (laughs) this like it's 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 a more of formless kind of thing we're we're in my mind i've seen community spring up in so many different places around especially arts music passions that people have um that are drawing them closer together with their tribe that they want to be with, not just people that they were born in the same area as. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> if anything, I like to think that the least we can do is 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 push or pull or nudge people into this space of desiring to build that community where they're at. And even if we're just passing through sharing our experience with community and and kind of trying to have those experiences with people um you know we're going to leave every country we visit at some point and and it would be cool to have these people on board with us that are trying to all not because of us but alongside us live these values and and share them with the people that are close to them and just i don't know man find the find the tribe members and yeah share those things we really love yeah and it's it's exciting i I think that when i was recording this demo earlier today or this ep earlier today i should say um i was just really thinking about one of the themes of it and and one of the big themes really that has stemmed all the way back to october when we were studying with Michael and the breath center stepping into purpose, accepting purpose and Mm. not in an ego driven way, just recognizing that the people that are gravitating into these positions of 
being certified to share yoga, certified to share pranayama, performing and writing music for people and not just themselves. You know, there are people that are going out and traveling and gathering the wisdom and the knowledge and experience and bringing back to the tribe these elders, these shamans, these sages, these people that go on the quests for the benefit. And I really don't think that you or I, especially at this point in our lives, are, are just traveling to knock off the list, uh, check off the box, For sure. um, just buy the souvenirs, see the sites and come home. I think we're, we're seeking knowledge. We're seeking these people and experiences to learn from and teach. And um, I'm just stoked. I'm stoked for the trip. Um, and I guess the pranayama and the yoga festival bhakti fest that's kind of where everything's set in motion for the immediate you know where we're at now we had already planned on teaming up when we moved in together in september long beach sharing a bed um i mean we've been we've been talking about teaming up since india in 2015 2016 on the real man and yeah, no, it's it's so it's been cool a long time coming. <clears throat> it is, it is, and it's it's cool to see that arc just in life in general. Like it was funny, I was cleaning out a desk in my in my bedroom the other day, and I found this list of from 2017, New Year's 2017, my resolutions for 2017. Oh, right? Nice. Yeah, I had this list of you know, maybe seven or eight. I can't remember exactly. Um, and it was interesting because, you know, in that year, it was it was things, it was the ones I can name off the top of my head. It was like, learn a song every day on guitar. Uh, not doing that. Not doing that still. Yeah, that's but, uh, ambitious. That's, you know, that's ambitious, but uh, I am still jamming hard. Um, one was uh, dance more. Be more conscious about my diet. Uh, be more dedicated and disciplined with yoga. Uh, and 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 a few others, but it was interesting that even though you know at the time, if I had looked at that list again in October of 2017, I might have been like, "Man, I haven't, I haven't really stepped up and and gone through with these resolutions that I put forward." But looking at those at that same list almost three years later, eight out of ten of those things have become facets of my life that I've heavily incorporated, dude. It's like so interesting, you know, like yeah. the new year resolution, it's not like goals for the year. It's just exactly. intentions you're shifting toward. And exactly. everything shifting is, everything is so chapter based in life, you know, like it, you can't be that hard on yourself. Success comes at the, you know, cost of failure and at least being able to admit and acknowledge where you're failing and want to grow, you know, like you can't just expect to change overnight, but that's so cool. I actually had made a note on my phone for my 27 resolutions and I just looked it up because you reminded me of it and I had From a, a handful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no way. So I was in Colombia, right? I was in Colombia with my yeah. friend Juan and 15 of his buddies. We had rented a Hacienda and, Everyone around me was drunk and speaking Spanish. So my first resolution was learn Spanish. That was on my list too. <laughs> I've still, not made much progress. Still not made much progress. That's a there. that's a longer story arc for me. Yeah. Uh, step up my salsa dancing game. 
didn't happen was also very like related to just the experiences in Colombia. Would still like to do that one. Uh, read more. Um, I I read. I mean, I definitely read a lot this year. Um, more than I did last year, for sure. Uh, delve further into philosophy again. Like I have steadily been on that game, whether it's economic or Vedic or Western philosophy. Uh, keep learning. <laughs> yes. Continue working out. Yeah. Write and record and perform original music. That was a big, big win for me. Keep in yeah. touch with friends. Yeah, I would say so. You can always get better at that. Make a change with work. Okay, lid off. <laughs> Think about what I want. Yeah, look at international work opportunities. Kind of there in a I way. Think, and I think talk so. to parents more often. So I definitely started talking to my mom more often, um, and and my dad. But you know, um, 2017 uh, New Year's was still about two years before my dad would pass but that's another story um yeah resolutions are are so interesting and i like how you kind of brought that up because yeah we've been talking about this for so long and for some time i was bummed and you know like i moved to cal we're always doing different stuff and it's it's everything that's happened had to happen to get us here so it's really nice once you get a little older, I think, especially uh, to be able to look back on that much of your life as an adult and see the changes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you so when you're 24, to... you're just so fresh into uh, being a person. Yeah, I mean, you know, and when even before that, when you're, you know, 22, 20, it, you know, 24 seems like you're going to have it figured out. And then you get to 24 and you're, yeah, you're a little further along, but you're still figuring it out. There's still so much stuff, but it's really, I think it all has to do with the intention and with, even if, even if it doesn't happen in a year, even if it doesn't happen in two years, like it's not about, it's not about the short game. It's when you have that intention and you know, it's something you want to do. Like I knew, you know, I just, I, I, I felt that after we went to India, I was like, yeah, there's definitely something here, man. Like, there's some, there's something we can do together, whether it's through music, whether it's through travel. I I felt just the 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 fire being stoked for sure, the Agni, if you will, being stoked. Yeah, it was a cool and trip, man. Like it, it surprised was a blast. me. It, I mean, it didn't blast. surprise me, but it always surprises me that we grew up. You know, I don't have any siblings. You have a brother, and my family was always just so f isolated. We were always living further away from everyone. And so I would see yeah. you once a year, maybe. I would see all these other people in my family maybe once a year. And we were always close and we were always like really tight. But that trip was like this whole other sort of discovery, you know, like you don't know that you can spend an entire month with someone in india the first time you've ever left the country you know like oh yeah couldn't take that kind of trip with just anybody and i knew we could do it but how well we did it was just you know like that's obviously why we're back here and like why everything's unfolding but yeah that was For such sure. a great 
It's a great trip. And it all just happened at the right time. And it's like, I, I remember the, the day that you texted me about it and said, hey, you know, my coworker, Shreya, she's getting married. She uh, invited me to the wedding. I don't think she really expects me to go, but do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, dude, for sure. Like, <laughs> I am in a place right now where I'm totally ready to do that. And it worked out perfectly and and i'm a really wonderful thing happened it was last week or two weeks ago possibly it would have been about two weeks ago um shreya messaged me on facebook and i haven't i haven't really talked to her that much over the past couple years and she sent me a memory on facebook and it was I believe it was us eating the eating the food our first Indian meal at her mom's house. Oh, the egg um, curry. Yeah, the egg curry. And um, she sent me that, and just out of the blue, you know. And it was you know like four years ago, whatever the memory was, and it just melted my heart, man. And I sent her a message back, and I said, "Shreya, sister, it is so good to hear from you. You have no idea how." how deeply that that trip impacted me and I, I am forever grateful to you and your family and you know thank you so much uh i love you thank you so much and she messed me back and she said oh siler like i can i can tell how that trip has impacted you and it doesn't matter that we only met this one time and you know you're still in my heart and and I, I love seeing what you guys are doing. And it was, it was it was a really special trip, man. It was really special. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade for anything. I mean, literally, my prized possession, you know, dude, take away my guitars, take away. I've got my Indian wedding garbs that Shreya's mom <laughs> purchased for us at that at that amazing fashion store. And like, I want to be buried in those clothes, dude. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Those are some saucy outfits, and I realized that I hadn't seen mine in in years uh, until I picked them up at your house. And it was my, I didn't realize it was in my closet the whole time, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I realized when I got home, I was like, "Damn, this matches my guitar now oh so well!" Like, because I had that crimson red with the black vest and the red buttons and the shoes and everything, and my guitar now is just like yeah, well, cherry. Deep wow. cherry red with the black pick guard. Uh, so I know what funny. I need to do for my next guitar. Oh, dude. Side note. Cashed out today. Sold my, my PRS and my amplifier to the same dude today in one fell swoop. Wow. Cashed That's out, dude. Perfect awesome. timing. That, dude, that Perfect dude's timing. getting set up. He's getting a little rig together. Oh, he's he's set, man. And so am I. I'm like ready for whatever now. It's great. That's awesome. Uh, I've I've been trying to sell this Hamer, this old blue Hamer, um, uh, and I keep getting like the same weird response about people asking me to ship it, and I feel like it's the new Craigslist buyer scam. There's always a different buyer mm-hmm. scam, but um, I've been going through Facebook lately, dude. That's where I've been yeah. selling stuff on the Everybody on Facebook just tries to lowball me for like twenty percent of what I ask. You know that was the that was what was cool about this this guy hits me up. And says, "Hey man, let me come check out the guitar." He, he was a he was a a vet from Afghanistan. Said he had suffered nine major concussions in the in the line of duty. Um, was going to Cleveland next month, 
to live, work with like this live-in specialist. He's going to spend 90 days with this, with this specialist in Cleveland to analyze, to like analyze his brain and try and get him back on track. Cause it was weird, man. He was like, he was just dropping things. Well, not, not physical things, but mental things. He was just dropping things while we we're having a conversation and he couldn't, he said his brain wouldn't function the same way anymore since all the concussions, he can't play music without seeing charts in front of him or without seeing tabs in front of him. And he was so like, I was like, here you go, man, try out the guitar. And he was like, uh, kind of fumbling around on it. And I was like, does this guy never played before? And is he just a total, total beginner, which is fine. Um, he was like, man, I, I, he was like, honestly, my brain is messed up. I can't, I, my brain doesn't work musically like that anymore. I have to see the music on a chart in front of me to be able to play. Um, wow. And so it's like, here, you you demo the guitar for me. I was like, okay. So jammed out for him a little bit on it. And then he bought it for the asking price for 650 I feel Stop. like I could sell guitars for a lot more if people would just let me demo them. For them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. That's like, cool. I know my guitar. I know what it can do. You like you pick up a guitar, especially if you're at the Craigslist thing. You don't know the pots, you don't know how it's wired or how it's set up, and then you're gonna noodle and maybe get a little like self conscious, and you're yeah, just gonna either sure. buy it or not. And for sure, <laughs> and that was that was the thing when I was demo when when I took it to the first guy in Montgomery. Um, I've got the the tone knob on, on my bridge pick up pretty rolled back, like the guitar's pretty hot, and I like darker tones anyway, and. The first thing he did was just like whoop, flip it up, and it's so so bright, so brittle. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, like, oh, that's harsh. It's harsh, man. And like, you know, people that, are into that, man. Like, I I personally it. can't do it anymore. He was into it. I mean, he's like, you know, uh, a church player. He needs a bright guitar to cut through the mix. Like, I I get it, but it it's not my not not the sound I'm going for. But anyway, homeboy, like. Bought the guitar, he left, and then I was trying to sell my amp for seven hundred. That was very ambitious, by the way, because I gigged a ton with that amp, and the average selling price I found online was five fifty for it. And he asked me if I would sell. I mean, I bought it new for seven hundred, you know, and that's what I was just trying to recoup. It was limited edition, only four hundred made in the world with the red Bronco Tolex on the Fender Hot Rod Red October, you know, but um. He he said he offered me five hundred for it. I said I'm holding out for six fifty, homie. And he offered me six. I met him at six twenty five. Came back and scooped it up. So it was. Damn. It, so you're sold the amp at above market. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and you guitar. got what you wanted for the guitar. Good. Good yeah. on you, dude. I I caught a quick little profit there. It was nice. It was nice. Nice. Yeah, I was thinking about selling my guitar, but um, you doing? Yeah, well, only because I was I was like, well, I'm not going to be I only had it for a few months. I'm not soul bonded with it. Be nice to have the cash. But at the same time, it's a sweet axe. It's like an 89, 335 solid body. And I really like it. So whatever. I I spent two months searching for it. I'm just kidding. I'm not that strapped for cash where I would sell like my only electric guitar. Yeah. I was trying to sell this old hammer because it's kind of a junker. That blue one? Yeah, it's got that Sustaniac pickup though, so you can do some yeah. cool stuff. But overall, it sucks. Yeah, it was it was kind of a cool experience parting with the amplifier today, man. Like the PRS, I'd only had that one since April, 
and you gotta, you gotta bump up to like a studio man yeah i know i know i know because well that's the thing is like i've been playing more acoustic than anything lately and my next guitar is just going to be like it's going to be the one it has to be the one you know what i mean like yeah it's time it's you can't be flirting around no man i'm 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 a full-grown man now i need a (laughs) full-grown little girls Yeah, yeah i don't need i don't need an se woman i don't need an se guitar i need yeah i need handmade handmade product dude but it was it was you know i'd had that that amp since 2013 i think and gigged a lot with it recorded most of my stuff with it and uh, you know i had this cool moment with it where i was just thank you, you i'm you, glad you had closure bro. Served, yeah, it, was, it was closure it was closure well, i was like you know you served me well but you're not what i need right now and now it's time for you to go serve this dude who is on his journey and you're going to be such like like i'm i'm really happy that he he bought that combo together because it's going to be really he, he plays bass and drums and you know i he generally wanted to learn and i'm like this is going to be i told him i was like this is a really inspirational instrument right here dude this is a great guitar like it brought out a lot of cool stuff for me it brought out my favorite guitar solo i've ever written on it uh it's it's a sweet axe like i think it'll serve you really well so i'm i'm really happy for my man daniel to uh go and and start exploring guitar a little more and and you know i i, I know that gear is gonna be treated with a lot of love so that's oh, that's yeah. cool. that's cool well, I'm really excited for you to be exploring Sri Lanka pretty soon. <laughs> I'm curious to know, like, what your do you have any sort of like vision or idea in your mind? Because when I went over there last spring, I was just kind of I got invited last minute. I flew in from Mumbai for a party, and I missed the party, uh, <laughs> but I found so much there but what is your what do you what do you kind of like if you have an expectation or or i don't know what what's on your mind about sri lanka yeah yeah it's it's funny dude like i you know all my friends i'm kind of seeing for the last time before i take off um there you know everybody's are you excited i'm like yeah of course i'm excited man i'm but <laughs> I don't really know what I'm excited for. Uh, <laughs> like, I uh, I feel like there's going to be a lot of cool opportunity there, a lot of cool people to meet. I am really interested in in kind of getting involved in the yoga scene there, seeing what opportunities lie in regards to teaching, also sharing pranayama with the community. I, I feel like that's going to be a really kind of a, a, a cool first-time experience for a lot of people who maybe have have some experience in yoga and have done some some diving into pranayama before but this specific vyana value pranayama i think could really really kind of blow some minds open um and so i'm excited to share that practice with people i am so stoked to finally surf man that's like i i don't have many regrets in life like literally can count on I don't even know how many fingers less than this hand, how many regrets I have in life. And one of them is the fact that I lived in Hawaii for five months and never tried to surf, which is criminal. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm about to write that wrong, homie. I'm about to write that wrong. I was in California for three years, like in SoCal. I never lived 
by the beach, but I mean, I only went to surf one time. And when I was, I was in Sri Lanka for a month last year and I only surfed not, not even three times. Um, but this year I feel like is definitely the year, um, that's a that's definitely a goal for me as well. I'm excited. It's also going to be nice that we'll both be kind of in the same place and we'll both have that desire. It's it's uh, it was harder for me last year because I was following my friend Oslam around a lot and some of our other friends, um, and I would get up, we'd have breakfast, and we'd ride our bikes out to the beach, and. I wanted to hang. I wanted to be chilling and I wanted to get kind of to know everyone better. And we'd all meet up at Timeless Villa in Kabbalana Beach and they would all start shredding, you know, because that's where like a pretty good break was for the morning. And I can't get out there and surf those those, what, those waves, you know, like as a beginner, I need the white water. <laughs> yeah. And so I got a little just, you know, comfortable hanging, chilling, reading, watching people surf and um but but it'll be nice to have a have a duo go out there and, and figure it out for sure yeah it's funny man um let's see so i've been working in alaska seasonally for the past three years as you know um and i decided last summer around june or july that it, it, you know i had been practicing yoga for developing my personal practice for about seven years at that point and and i really decided that it was time to uh, kind of deepen my knowledge, take the next step and do a teacher training. So I really connected with this training in, in Bali, the elemental yoga, elemental yoga school. Went there after Alaska, totally great experience. And my, my teacher there was Australian. He and his wife were both, or his wife was from, from the Netherlands, but they were based out of Australia. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I really want to well, surf, dude. I'm thinking about after the strains over going and and maybe going to Changu and on the on the south west side of Bali and and trying to learn how to surf. He's like, ah, dude, nah, mate, nah. You don't want to do that. Like, that's too crowded. The surf's kind of heavy. Like, you'll probably get trashed. You don't want to do that. You need to go to Sri Lanka. That's the best place <laughs> in the world to learn. And I was like, well, that sounds tight, man. But uh, I don't know when I'm gonna get the chance to do that. Uh, but I did not. I did not go to Changu. You know, we went to Nepal after that. Did the Annapurna Circuit through the Himalayas, and then Thailand and Vietnam. No surf around there. Uh, but here we are, one year later, and I'm going to Sri Lanka, baby. And it's time to it's time to learn. It's setting that intention, man. Setting that intention, and it comes around. Here, the arc is is coming to a a, a crest, and we shall ride <laughs> into the trough. My shitty wave reference. Um, okay. <laughs> well, see, I didn't really plan to make that joke. And that's another really terrible segue into something else that we had been talking about. was planning versus unplanning and the philosophies of travel. This is like dire fundamental binary that exists. <laughs> fundamental and binary indeed. I, I really think that it is, man. Like You, you cannot travel with someone who has an opposing philosophy of travel absolutely absolutely you can do it but there's this i was i was toying wow. around with this earlier this thought about compromise right and we think of relationships and being an adult and making compromises and 
meeting people in the middle and, and growing in a relationship, whatever, in a way that's respectful to both people. But when you're traveling, compromise means both of you are going to have a little shittier of a time in relation to what you wanted the trip to be. And so oh, absolutely. I, I, I just am super stoked again to be traveling with you because I feel like we have a similar travel philosophy. And for me, that is just freeing yourself to be able to accept all these opportunities mm. that may come into your life, you know, like mm. not having that everything figured out and planned out. And this obviously we're going to the extreme. We're just kind of one way ticket into Sri Lanka and we'll we'll figure it out as we go. But For you never sure. know who you're going to meet that's going to invite you somewhere. Or... You know, dude, not to not to go off topic, but I will we'll, circle right back to where we were. But I think having that philosophy of being open to whatever opportunity presents itself while you're traveling is a direct parallel to our approach through Shine Tribe, our perspective on life, making yourself ready for these opportunities, making yourself open to take these opportunities and putting yourself in a state where you can readily accept these opportunities and act on them. Well, what was your human design profile? You know, let, generator? Me, let me look because I think I am a generator, but I, I, I couldn't remember what my birth time was and that was yeah. flipping me between a generator and a uh projector and okay. so let me let me check it out now that i do know that my birth time was 6 48 p.m on wednesday july 22nd 1992 what was the location of said birth oh that would be florence alabama my friend at eliza coffee memorial hospital shout so, out shout out uh that, I actually called nice. them while we were in Alta, and I tried to tried to get my birth record. I said, "Hey, uh, Sailor Head, I'm calling to get my birth record and see what time I was born." And she said, "Well, what year were you born?" And I said, "1992." And she said, "Oh, those are gone. We burned those." I said, oh my huh? God! I said, "Huh?" <laughs> she she said, "Yeah, we burn all records after you turn 22." I said, oh, okay. Um, well, thanks. Thank That's, you very much. They don't digitize them? <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, <laughs> did, I'm like, did you burn them there, after you typed them in? Yeah, what I said. I'm like, is there no uh, other other record of this? Did you guess your birth certificate? Yeah, which I did, which I did find. All right, let's see what we got. Calculating, Jovian. Accessing the Akashic record. <laughs> I am a generator, my man. Yeah, see, no, but this is interesting to me because as you, we were talking, as you were talking about being in this place to respond, I was thinking about Ben, you know, uh, beautiful, that Ben oh, from out to you. And I don't, I don't know his last name. I really don't. Torres? Doesn't matter. I don't know. He's a legend. I love him. He's I'm, a legend. I, I'm so happy we met him at Bhakti, you know, like 2018. But he is very learned in human design. He shares with people. He does readings. And he talks a lot about his... He's a generator. And he talks a lot about how a generator reacts, you know? And when you ask something of a generator, they need like a yes or no question. And they have to feel in their gut that it's right. And sometimes you can't ask in advance. You have to ask them pretty quickly or pretty near the point where you need a decision and 
he was telling me this when I was texting him, like asking him if he wanted to come out on the, when I drove from California to Louisiana, I had invited him and he was like, Oh, ask me in a week. I don't know. I'm a generator. I can't decide yet. And it's yeah, just so I funny. Like I've been reading on the gene keys as well and a little more in human design. And, um, I kind of do feel that way. And, and you expressed it too. Like not everyone is the kind of person who can just kind of, and whether the circumstances are different for everyone too, it's not just about your human design, but yeah, we are in positions where we don't have mortgages hanging over our head. We're kind of outside of the typical job market right now. That's no. a good way to put it. We, uh... yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um... but we don't have, you know, significant others or children depending on us. We're we're right. for the most part responsibility free, which is very freeing. And we recognize that. Yeah, 100%. Part of that is prioritizing. Part of that is deciding what you do want out of life. And I think that the Shine Tribe is us kind of setting that in, you know, as Michael Baker would put it, a, a contract with the universe, you know, in a sense that, you know what, I did get laid off and then I decided to leave my apartment put my stuff in storage. I traveled. My storage unit got robbed. I lost all my musical gear. I was living on people's floors and couches, but I was, you know, playing with my band and putting out that EP with Frosty. And um, things just got to a point for me where I needed to, to reassess, regroup. So I sold off anything that wouldn't fit in my car and I drove back to Louisiana, lived in with my mom for two months. And... I have been working corporate for about eight years, you know, like advertising in New York. I worked at Blizzard Entertainment, like this crazy video game company in California. And I had opportunities to go back to work corporate and keep earning that kind of money, keep living in those kind of house, you know, like doing that. But for me right now, I just feel so drawn in this nebulous direction. Um, but taking these steps to build out that purpose and that mission and really not be traveling for, for, you know, just for fun or it's not a vacation. It's yeah. my life, you know, and it's like life, I, like it, we're exactly, going to live, you know, like it's not, and we're not balling out. We're no. And that's the way we live our lives. And I think we can take this back to the plan versus unplanned travel thing. Now, you know, when we first went to India, we, Spent, you know, we spent a lot of time figuring out that itinerary, booking all our trains ahead of time, knowing that we were going to be in Jaipur on December 26th and knowing yeah. that we're going to be in Bombay on the first or go on the first, you know, and, you know, it's crazy to think about now. And, you know, that trip was fantastic, but it's when you set yourself up like that, it's you're you're so rigid, you're so on the go and you you're so focused on on where you think you need to be going that you don't you have no idea you have no idea exactly you, you you're have, not you going to no be able to have you're not necessarily going to be able to go where you were meant to be if you thought you yes. could plan it out like all the plans i've ever like made in my life the universe has just laughed and be like oh well actually yeah no huge detour and they know what they're doing with that detour like they know where they're sending you yeah and, and again sometimes you have to 
go four years down that detour <laughs> to realize that you actually are where you didn't know you needed to be. Yeah. I'm so excited at the prospect of just going going to Sri Lanka and being wide open. You know, we're you know, we're tentatively staying in Sri Lanka until in March, early April. We we just booked a one way there. Hopefully you booked a one way there. I have booked a one way there. We'll see. <laughs> <They're trying to laughs> <you> tomorrow. <laughs> but this has been cool. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for where we're headed. Um and I think, you know, we we have a lot um, that we cover here tonight. Hopefully we can create a uh, nice little podcast to deploy and give people a, a taste of what's to come and what we're about. But um, Yeah, I think so, man. I think it, it, it's feeling good. I think the on-air chemistry is, is right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited definitely to... Just continue to share, to share what we love with people, to share what uh, what we may discover in the coming months, and hopefully building it up into something really special. I've got a good feeling about it, man. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at What's Up Shine. We're definitely gonna kickstart that account once we get together, and we'll be super active there. If you want to follow me, I am at Randall Head on Instagram. And what's your Siler the Creator? Uh, I think I am Siler.net though. Okay, cool, cool. Yes, Siler.net. Alright. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I don't have a clever <laughs> sign-off bit yet. Alright, dude. I will see you soon, brother. Until then, peace. Signing off. Have a safe flight. Yeah, you too.